We're live! Painkiller Nearly, episode 126. God, I gotta piss so bad. Huh. Oh, don't you that's, hate that when you miss one time opener. the start of the podcast? Pick, you pick the... I was I was about to be like, hey, man, let's go out, let's go, go pee over here. <laughs> Should I restart? Eight. Would you like I think no. that we... No, no I'll, I'll, it's up to Kyle. It's cold down here anyway. I mm. kind of like the warm sensation, so I'll... I'll just I'll just take care of it. <laughs> it smells like asparagus Ugh. in that room. Oh no, nothing. Drink it, but nothing but water. It just just smells like uh, smells like Axe body spray. It's delicious. Mm. So Kyle, earlier today, you were saying like you could run a mile in six thirty, like currently, and then uh, or no, six. What, what, it's six here, you, you correct it. Yeah, I, I said um, the last time I, I timed myself, I ran a six forty five. Um, and that has been year and a half. It was paintball, whenever paintball was. And now it was like 748. That something is like that. Not that still not bad. I think that I could also run a 645, but 30 years ago. <laughs> Actually, I ran a 630 my sophomore year of high school. And even as I made that time, I was like, this is, oh, this will never happen again. That's like, all wow. you had, right? That's all that I had. And the only reason is because I falsely assumed how slow a friend in front of, like, because so, you know how when you do that in gym, you know, like, okay, so there's quick Steve, he, the guy who runs, he's going to dominate. So don't even look at that guy. Like, because you're just going to get upset as he's lapping you. Then there's, you know, Slowy Joey, who's just fat, or the guy who's like, oh, I'm, I'm indignantly going to walk the mile because I'm trying to act like I'm being funny and silly and not, you know, participating, but really I'm just fat and insecure. There's that guy who's way in the back, and you just kind of have to try and find a middling spot. I picked a friend who I thought was way fatter and slower than he was to kind of track behind, and he was better than I thought, so... I came off like a real I, athlete that day. I remember exactly what my mindset was. It was I picked a pace. I knew that you should pick a pace, right? And that should be your thing. Like, like, like I understood that much about like long distance running. If you can call a mile a long distance. I did. I, I still do. Yeah. <laughs> I still do. I feel like shit right now. I'm not <laughs> like a noodle. Um, but, uh, but I just remember picking a pace that I thought was – it certainly wasn't a lazy saunter. It was a jog, and, and I just remember thinking, like, I'm going to do this pace. I'm going to do this pace. And by the end, it was it was terrible. It was awful. For, uh, that, that, it's awful. It always is. School, the trick was to get a guy from the track spit. team. Like, that was the thing. Like, it, everyone would, like, like, spot track and field athletes and be like, you need to be, like, my, my pacer. And it was just incredibly better. It was so much easier <laughs> when you had, like, the, a track team guy <laughs> tell you, like, ah, I can get you a 628 or something, you know, a few seconds, because we needed a 630. And and that was how I did it. I, I just sort of, like, dude, I know we're barely friends, but I really need this help. And, uh, <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> and that, that's impressive. That was the position I was in. But, yeah, it just, I, I could have never done it without someone to pace me, but with a pacer, with a track guy, it helped a ton. Running is is the worst like that's that's part of what i think pulled me into hockey in the first place as a very young kid when i was like five and six because you start with i was playing i started with roller hockey and i was six and just it was kind of even then being like ooh, this isn't running is it ah this is a different kind of locomotion that's fast a little less energy you know more energy to start and stop real quickly but Still, that's a good trade-off. I don't have to run. Like it was even then, psychologically, it's like I'm not. I'm playing a sport where I'm not running. Skating isn't running. You know, this is different cardio, which is better on your knees. That's the only reason Yarmir Yager's still out there. 
He couldn't be running up and down the basketball court at 44. Is probably. He's 44? He's 44. Did a year older than 47? you. 47? I think he did. I yeah. think he did. Uh, Kyle would know for sure. But, <laughs> <laughs> That's a funny Yarmir, line, Yarmir? Yeah, Yarmir, Yager played till 47. Yeah, yeah. What a, what a, what a tough guy. Yeah. Uh, they don't make him like that anymore. What the fuck are you talking about? Jesus, Yarmir, Yager. 18 people know who Yarmir, Yager is. At least Everyone 19. in you're actually wrong there because he's one of the most famous people in the hockey world. 16 actually, if I subtract the two of you. <laughs> he's only to Wayne Gretzky in points. People know who he is. At least all of Canada, so there's a few dozen right, more. PKN audience, let me know in the comments. How many of you know what color Yarmir Yager's hair is? How many of you know what his number is? How many of you even know what fucking team he plays for? Name it team you might you're probably gonna hit it you know he's, yeah, he's played, played for a lot of teams. so many it's really? i think at this point if you name a team there's a 33 percent chance that he's played for him i'm Brad, so old that when i hear yarmir yager and oh. hair i think about that stupid like um oh what was it called Par business in the, the mullet. party in the back the mullet, mullet. he rocked <laughs> the mullet the, the most mullet of mullets for like 10 years or something it was forever <laughs> And it was long, and and in hockey it really stands out when your hair sticks out your helmet and goes flowing and stuff, and and that's what his was. Does he still salute his, after a goal? And the third thing, the third suggestion for Yarmir Yager is Yarmir Yager mullet. <laughs> uh. Yeah, this is man, this is bad, and this is the '90s. This this went out in the '80s, didn't it? The mullet. I'd say yeah, and we were making fun of mullets by the '90s, but somehow they stuck around <laughs> in hockey. Barry Melrose rocked one for a long time too. Yeah, hockey hair is definitely a thing. <clears throat> How do those black guys get away with it? They just braid it up, and it's cool. The, I no, that's not a mullet. No, many black people with mullets. Dude, did you see you, the Ronda Rousey pictures today that came out? No. Uh, so but, apparently, her house all like beat up. Well, her like house bruised. was vandalized, and oh. uh, yeah, no Much one's in favor of her. Like, you can not root for her, but no one's like, "Yay, her house!" Got, it got tagged, and I couldn't read it. Um, it the I tried, and I couldn't make out the words. But I saw Rhonda. Oh, my God. She looks like the fattest housewife already. Like, how really? is it that 10 days ago she was hot? And she must you know, have gained 25 pounds. Uh, what? An actual answer to that Peanut butter. A, uh, a drink. I don't know if she's a drinker, but if you go on a drinking binge, for that long, you will look bloated and heavy and fat because basically if you drink any kind of alcohol, I think it's not mm -hmm. just alcohol, like other shit does it too, where it makes you like just hold a ton of water in, you retain water weight. So that could be it. And I wouldn't blame her for it. Also, some people put weight on their face going first. Through a rough time. But you know Chris Weidman? I'm sure Kyle knows Chris Weidman. But um, he instantly gets chunky in his face. Like it's just just you know he's not fat like he'll still have abs and stuff but if that guy puts on even like five pounds from fight night it looks like 30 on him because his face is fat and uh, i think rousey's got the same sort of thing like he, she just puts on face fat in a hurry i empathize with that i definitely can can throw on some face girth pretty quickly with in the cheek area i can really puff up i can get these cheeks packed gigantic like I, that's a, that's like are the you time. putting that's acorns like in them because that does it 
Like, if I'm ever in a really fat phase, I can tell because, like, I'll look at myself in the mirror, and even if I'm not naked, I'll, like, smile, and I'll be like, oh, Jesus, like, there's caverns and crevices and up and down on those cheeks. Like, my God, Taylor, like, I'll smile and be like, this is impeding my vision at this point. I can't even drive. Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, that's the worst is just when you gain. And then I, 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 fuck, I have so much jealousy when I see people who have, like, like you'll, you'll you'll sit across the table from them and you'll look at their face and be like, this is a totally normal weight person, you know? And then they'll stand up and they'll have like a gut or love handles or something that's obvious. And I'll be like, this is bullshit. You are in way worse shape than me. And if someone just looks at our heads, they're going to go, oh, clearly the guy with the, the big head guy, he's probably pretty fat. I bet he gets a lot of disappointed Tinder dates. Girls on Tinder in particular, like sometimes they just have chiseled cheekbones and stuff and 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 also they know exactly which angle is their best one and uh and they put it on tinder I, you know that was the thing that i thought was somewhat unique to youtubers five years ago right five years ago i i know kyle did i know i do like you know exactly which angle is your best one you know what you look like at all times i've heard models you know like when they strike a pose when they smile or whatever they know exactly what that looks like whereas most people Blue steel. don't but now with like instagram and i don't know all the other reasons people take selfies snapchat <laughs> everyone knows what they look like in a way that they didn't before because of the self. I uh, I didn't have a good angle five years ago when I just <laughs> was lazy and just didn't take care of my hair and just shaved my hair off all the way. Like I just I really didn't th consider like the the extent yeah, to which neo Nazi came off. Like I I just I always thought I was like man I'm fucking smart. I'm just going to the bathroom. Boom boom boom. Haircut done. Like. Everybody's looking at that guy like, well, he does. He's just getting it done, you know, utilitarian. <laughs> but really, they're like, he's just looking at that guy. I bet he's got a lot of sheets in his closet. Like, stomped the cheek before. Yeah. Like, not a good look. Yeah, the, the skinhead thing. See, that's another thing that white people lost. You know, it. it you, you, I don't think you can roll with a shaved head anymore if you have a certain look about you. That's hmm. true. You have to. You have to really work on a friendly vibe to put out yeah. there. You got a smile. It, here, here's a here, like. What if you've got a lot of tattoos? You're a biker, and then you lose your hair. All of a sudden, you look like a fucking uh, a, a neo Nazi, right? Yep. A lot of those bikers are neo Nazis, though, so that could be. That's true. Like, he 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 could just fold right in with them. Maybe that's how the neo Nazi bikers originally found it. Yeah, that's when he finally got patched Full in. Circle. They're like, you know what? I don't know what's new about Greg, but he seems to finally get it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's finally put these pieces together. You know, <laughs> Heil, Greg. Oh no, hey. I was watching a uh, Heil made me think of this, but um, I was watching Downfall for the second time the Wait, other day. You guys have both seen that, right? The it's the Hitler movie with the scene where they do the parodies online and they're like, oh, the Xbox <coughs> One sucks. And he's like, oh, not really, or whatever he fucking says. Right. Everyone and, who likes PS4 leave the room. Or, yes, 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 that kind of thing. You guys haven't watched that movie? I, I don't think so. You have, then it's all in German subtitles. Not in German subtitles, that would be a feat. It's in <laughs> English subtitles in German. And maybe You'll that's... Your dictionary. <laughs> like, I can't... 
I can't just, I, I don't like when people pretend like subtitles aren't something to overcome in a movie where they're like, oh, I don't mind at all. Well, I do because the fact that there's words on the screen makes it difficult for me to pay attention to what's happening on the screen because I'm just drawn to read the words. So even if I finish that sentence, I almost sometimes want to wait for the new thing instead of looking up and seeing what's a happening. Andrew Blind is a bat, so it probably takes a little while for you to read those, the, those uh, captions. Yeah, I have to really infer a lot of Let me of ask what you this. Do you ever go in the settings on the TV and, and make those captions extra big? I've done that before. Yeah. How big do you make them? No, it, as big it, as they'll go? No, no. It's not silly. It's just a <laughs> Is little Is it like three help. words at a time? <laughs> it's like, hello, my nidla. You're like, but, just, I, but they're still like rolling through. You're like, hurry, come on, hurry the fuck up. Come on, move it along. It's like two words at a time. Like, I really hate... The juice. Right, it's like, oh, all right. okay, all right, I got it. There we go. Okay, okay. But yeah, I, I don't. But anyway, back to the movie. You should watch it, Woody. It's a great, great film, and it really hammers. It really helps you understand more about Hitler and how he got. He like was going crazy at the end because I I read something where some scholar was talking about it, uh, where they're like, yeah, he they actually did a pretty good job portraying what we what Hitler was like at the end, where he was just like commanding fake armies around. All of his generals are standing around like. You know, Fuhrer, like, we were kind of hoping that we can surrender soon because the Russians are kind of here, <laughs> you know? They're, and he's like, like you're saying, like, oh, oh, the Russians will never get past this area. And then he shows the generals talking, and they're like, they, that area doesn't even fucking exist anymore. Hitler, <laughs> that area's been gone for so long. Like, you've been living in your bunker. Like, and he's, like, commanding, like, we need Wenke to go up to the north or whatever. And they're like, Wenke's dead. He's been dead for so long, Hitler. Like, my God. Like, it's been years. We, we, you were at his funeral. Like, <laughs> but it was kind of sad because you see all the people who bought into him who probably aren't totally evil people, all of them collapsing. It's like, wait, like, this is the whole world that we've built up. Like, without National Socialism, what are we going to do? Like, that's what one lady said. She killed all of her own kids before the end, saying, like, if without national socialism, there is no future. Like, there is no future without national socialism. They're trying to say, like, you know, how about your kids? Like, you know, maybe give them a shot in in uh, the United States. We can send them to South America. You know, we can do lots of things. No, no, I'm just going to kill them. No national socialism makes it not worth it. Like, it, it was fucked up. Like, how it's much really good. cult it was. The guy who plays Hitler is excellent. Um, yeah. I, I love World War II. It's such a fascinating subject. Have you ever seen Boys from Brazil? No, I haven't. Oh, Boys from the Zill is on Netflix, and I won't spoil too much of it, but basically, I'm not sure if you're aware or not, but lots of Nazis post-World War II fled to South America, places like Argentina. And so this movie is about um, Dr. Joseph Mengele. You know, he was the, the mad Nazi scientist who was experimenting on twins and trying to change their eye color to blue and, and, you know, doing all kinds of terrible experiments. Not vivisection. That's the Japanese. That's that section, like, 731 or whatever. Those were the real cocksuckers. They that's just when you them. operate on someone who's alive. We should have. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's when you open up without anesthetic. You just yeah. dissect a human being alive. We should have nuked the Japs till there were no more. <laughs> we could have made our own fucking clock radios. And had, and we wouldn't have had a dependent over there next to the, our second most powerful nation in the world. Fucking Japs. But... <laughs> <laughs> what movie was? Kyle, They're what replacing was Ireland. Kyle. I mean, those slanty-eyed <laughs> bastards are the enemy. What are you talking about? You, you bring up forget. a strong point. That is it. 
Like December seventh, December seventh, the day which will live in infamy. All right. I I heard FDR what FDR said. I'm not going to forget either. They um, did start it. They, they did started start it. it. Yeah, that's they, they started it, and we still might not have finished it. Just keep that in <laughs> mind, Tojo. <laughs> I don't know what Tojo it, is. Tojo, though, that's a bit of a racial slur toward the Japs because you know they're <laughs> it's, you know throwing a little think shade we hate their the way. Chinese now. No, no, we, we don't hate we, the, the we, Japanese and the Chinese hate each other enough. We we should we should send let them fight mm. each other. Let let the Chinese kill all those Japanese. Their food's better anyway. Um, but uh, but it, but basically, Joseph Mengele goes to Argentina and he comes up with this idea to resurrect Hitler, not figuratively but literally. And these Jewish uh, investigators who have like no credence to their name, you know, they're not treated with any respect by the. The, even the other Jew hunter, or even the other Nazi hunters, they, these are kind of the disgraced Nazi hunters. They kind of they they tap into this and they they find out what's going on. And then the whole movie is about trying to stop this conspiracy to bring Hitler back for real. It's uh it's about two and a half hours long. It's on Netflix. Um, it's really really fucking good. It sounds good. I didn't know it's an older movie. Yes. Yeah. It is. Yeah. But it doesn't suffer from, um, yeah. It, it benefits from how old it is rather than suffer because it's in the perfect time period that these characters would still be alive. Because Joseph Mengele is a real guy, you know, and he's in, in the movie. He's in like his sixties or something like that. So, you know, it it, it lends itself more uh, to the movie than it takes away from it. Uh, I'm a big fan. I watched it recently. All the Nazi doc, like all the twins. He was the one who's all about twins. Yes. Where he just would. Pull because two it's... Jewish twins out and then try and be like, hey, maybe this arm will fit on the other one. So he just hacks one arm off of both of them and well, then tries. Well, a lot to... of things. Yeah, right? he did so a ton of shit. You, you do something to one of you, you have the perfect control experiment. If you remove morals from the equation, and, and bear in mind, <clears throat> a lot of his research, they didn't throw it in the bonfire. All that stuff he discovered, we packed it up, we put it in a box, we mailed it over here, and it saved millions of lives. It was a horrible, disgusting thing that never should have been done. But he would do things like expose one twin to hyperthermia. Let's freeze him for an hour, bring him, bring him back in. Compare him to the one that wasn't in there. Nah, okay, we see, we see how the skin starts to uh, get necrosis here, here, and here. But not there. I wonder why. Put her, put her back in for two hours. They would do things like expose one to measles or mumps or smallpox or anthrax. You had the yeah. perfect control experiment. They also did bullshit that like I know they actually did like that's part of the controversy like you're saying is that you know there is stuff that he learned that we didn't know before by doing stuff that's fucked up I'm, you know I'm but, coming off a little evil tonight don't, don't. no you're not <laughs> <laughs> we all do sometimes like it's like you you learn a lot from that stuff but yeah it's still it's still horrible but he it's didn't horrible. just do stuff yeah. that he learned it's from he also did stuff that was just for fun fucked up like he did that stuff with like hypothermia like oh maybe we can come up with something to help soldiers in russia or whatever that didn't pan out um, no no, no that but, did that was very his research on hypothermia saved that's one of the more um uh, beneficial things he did because before him there really wasn't much research i, I i've read that the hypothermia research in particular uh the 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 things that he learned about frostbite and how to treat it were, were majorly medically beneficial for the, the rest of the world in the future. He um, also uh, injected gasoline straight into people's hearts. 
Well, you got to find Which out what is, happens, right? Um, is just a way to torture and have someone. Like, there's no way that you could be like, hmm, this high octane gasoline makes our trucks go faster. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think? Ah, he is dead. <laughs> he is a, he's nope. dead. He is nope. Died. Next. Come on, this one Next. might make. Yeah, right. This... Can you bring me some lower octane fuel? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe people run but on that... diesel. I told you about to say, oh, look at me, bro. Look at me, the diesel. Yeah, kerosene? I can't figure this out. Someone yeah, get propane in like here. That. But, but, uh, yeah, they like, Jewish people's up, eyes like... with blue dye to try to make them blue. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's a bit of the focus in that that, uh, that movie, the, uh, the, the, the boys from Brazil. He's perfected the genetic way to make their eyes blue. You know, he's because he's, that, that's his end goal is to, like, understand genetics in a very crude crude way he's uh he's doing what early scientists and early early uh, botanists did with plants you know in crossbreeding and trying to understand how uh, what would happen if you uh if, if you mess with genetics a little bit it's a good movie and the ending is We're excellent a little new topic but i've been watching sons of anarchy lately on the tv show idea season where did I'm on the beginning of season seven, so toward the end. The seven's the last season. How many? Oh, okay. And I think uh, it's, yeah. where did that air? I thought that was on like broadcast TV. FX. Like oh, FX. Oh, was it FX? Because cable and it is gruesome. More than I expected. And there's did some bare ass. The scene, yeah, there's plenty of bare ass and side boob. Did you get to the scene that involves the grapefruit knife? trying to narrow down because there's plenty of kitchen knives in sons of anarchy you have not gotten to that scene is that in the last just, season it's yeah uh, don't, just wait someone will procure a grapefruit knife let me just show you what one looks like i most people don't know i didn't i had never heard of a grapefruit knife didn't know it was a thing does he um, do it to a... you need special knives to eat that bullshit fruit it's, <laughs> yeah, it's horrible it's like a, is it a melon scooper? Is that what I'm going to see? I, I look forward to this. I'll, I'll Google. It's, uh, I, I'm trying to find one that, I'm trying to find the one that looks precisely like the one uh, in question. Um, it's is a bit the like. the victim a Chinese mobster? No. Oh. Oh, man, I just, I, I, I'm not finding it. Hmm. Oh, I'll do this. I mean, I just put one in there. I don't know if that's the right kind, but I don't know how many ah, grapefruit spoon. Maybe that's how many it. styles of grapefruit knife there are. It, it. I've never really just gone to town on a grapefruit with a knife. Is there a reason that you can't just use? You can't just peel it. Like an orange. I think you typically dig the inside out. Cover it with sugar. So, scoop the middle out and just cover it with sugar again until it's all gone. This is we. We've changed so many fruits. Like bananas used to be garbage, and we made bananas great. Strawberry. Why has nobody taken the fucking initiative on yeah, the Yeah, those, those creationists used to think that uh, that uh, that the banana was proof that, that of creationism until somebody explained to him that we bred the banana to be like that. That it used to be a piece of shit. Yeah. Hmm. yeah what was that guy's name? Uh, Ray Comfort, the the Christian evangelist who's like nice he's Australian, and he's like the uh, the way we can tell that. God has a plan for our lives. Is this banana is made specifically for the human hand? Perfectly peels, aims toward the mouth. Like it's an actual video of this guy from like 
eight years ago, like giving a real evangelical speech about like God made bananas for us. And then some scientist was like, here's an actual banana. And it's this big oblong, ugly thing with seeds in it. And he's like, you want to eat that? Because that's what God wants you to eat. You know, man wants you to eat delicious Chiquita bananas for a dollar a pound. Like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Kyle. Go ahead with the. So it's basically can... a spoon with serrated edges. Um, just wait. Season uh, Sons of Anarchy is really shitty early on, but in the last few seasons, I'm gonna say, as soon as you get past that season where they go to Ireland, it mm-hmm. starts getting better. Um, and, and from then on, it improves every season subsequently. And the final season, I really enjoyed, and I almost wish that like they had just made a Sons of Anarchy movie that was as gritty as the final season, because that was fucking hardcore. The way, it, and no spoilers, but the way the whole thing ends, the way certain characters end, the things that people do to get the shit fucking done no matter what, is all just like, yeah, every step of the way. Like, these guys aren't just fucking bikers. They're like heroes. One issue uh, I it's, have uh, with the Sons of Anarchy, and this is all the seasons. Now, that I'm they're not, not in soldier. jail forever? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a soldier, and I don't pretend that I'd be some, like, amazing tactician or what have you. Having said that, you know, I wouldn't try to run a car off the road with a motorcycle, even two or three of them. I wouldn't, like, take on guys with rifles with pistols. I wouldn't, like, t- they're just running around, like, shooting and running at the same time with pistols. They and- have yeah. fucking gunfights <laughs> in the space of, like, a backyard with, like, eight total gunmen, four on each side, plus maybe two bystanders. The cover is always light, like mm-hmm. washing machines, vehicles. This thing right here will shoot straight through your car door, straight through your fucking rib cage, and it might get your passenger. If it doesn't hit anybody in the car, it'll go through both doors and kill a man. This is a little gun. This is a little fucking gun. <laughs> They've got real fucking machine guns in that show, and they're just... <laughs> And I'm just thinking, like, why didn't they just bring one guy with a 12-gauge? You knew what the fuck he was doing. Like, you would be the master of, Nor- of NorCal, right? Yeah, if that, one of them had heard about that. Big Steve, yeah, Wildly he's the king of all NorCal. Sometimes how'd guy, he do it? Sometimes well, he knows with, how to fucking shoot. Sometimes a guy with a pump shotgun will kill three <laughs> guys in two seconds, right? Other times, you know, people let go 30 rounds out of a, out of a machine gun and can't hit a thing. And the sons of... Jack... The no. motorcycle club, in particular, uh, often has just absolutely awful tactics. You know, they'll take oh, on like that. They'll take that's on turn me off that whole show. twelve people with machine guns. All they have are pistols. They're using motorcycles for cover. And I know what people Jack says. I've got the same one. He's got a fucking Springfield 1911 TRP. That thing's got nine rounds in it tops, and that's with an Extendo mag. And he, and it's just absurd. It's like I, I, can, you, I can get over the gun thing, like the gun fight. A little bit more because it's almost like that's so it's expected like gun violence in shows isn't going to be like that great a lot of the time and i think a lot of it's because people don't have the knowledge like kyle has like if if you're don't know anything about guns and you're crouching behind the dryer you probably think all right this is made of metal too i'm kind of safe they don't know that it's just going to punch right through that thing and kill you but and they don't have to know the dryer are going to hit you it's I, worse I than getting the, uh, yeah they're like a maytag shrapnel like yeah. just coming right through, but I, I hated the way that 
Like, I, I watched most of the series. There was one season in the middle I skipped because I was told, like, that's terrible. Just fucking skip it. Like, just go to the next one. And I hated the tactic thing, like, what you were alluding to, where they have, like, a big powwow in their clubhouse, all dressed up in their, you know, their fine, you know, you know faux leather, Cuts. talking about what they're going to do on that big table. And they're banging on the table. And they're like, oh, we got to do it this way. And then Jax is like, oh, no, we're going to do it this way. And then they all get upset and they do it. And in the end, they come to a plan. But any plan they come up with is foiled the second that you realize, oh, so they're not going to rent a car to get over there. They're not going to get on the bus and be <laughs> conspicuous. They're going to take 11 people on each on their own Harley, and they're going to drive up to this fucking warehouse, <laughs> all of you together. Hey, guys. Uh, hey, do you, Jack, show me to drive around and make sure like scout around first. No, we're all going in together, and we're all going to park in the same place in this middle area, and then we're going to wait for the guys in three Yukon XLs to pull up, and then they file out with their real weapons. It was just so... So much to the point of, like, a real criminal enterprise would never it dress up like that and go around gallivanting around town. Well, like, even, do even, now. Even, now, they don't really out. Time out. The Hells Angels are a real thing, and, and, and they used to be very scary. All right? Like, like, I don't know if you've ever seen the footage of them trying to kill Evil Knievel, but he takes out a couple of them with a two-by-four. They used to kill people for money. Uh, run drugs, all that shit. Run, uh, run, uh, uh, guns, and they did it on those fucking bikes. Um, they they did it. Why were they upset What's... with Evil Knievel? Because he's a motorcycle guy, and they thought he was a pussy. Not. I don't think Evil Knievel's a pussy. They thought Evil Knievel was. <laughs> they a had pussy. a. Uh, they... <laughs> There was a thing. That's evil. Ridiculous. That guy's <laughs> fucking pussy. All right, maybe I don't remember the exact circumstance, but there's video of like wrong. an evil with a two by four going at Hell's Angels, and he's doing some work. More there's a, there, and I, evidence that the he's way not I remember, a pussy. No, 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 that's, <laughs> the way I remember it is the Hell's Angels maybe. Let me get the YouTube video because I think that the Hell's Angels try to get evil can evil, but then the audience will have none of it, <laughs> and that, and that's what I really hope happened. So they tried to kill him. There were threats to kill him. There were efforts to kill him. Evil. How do you spell it? Fuck his name. Knievel Hell's Angels fight. The day Evil Knievel took on the Hell's Angels. Sure, Spike TV probably did a good job. Let me see. Ain't too bad. Hmm. I am looking up why the Hell's Angels were after him. I don't know. I just, I feel like it's just like any business, like a crime family there, you know? Like if they're a crime, not family, but they're a bunch of criminals, you think that one guy, like they just need to bring in one optimization consultant or something, and he's going to be like, all right, guys, first of all, you're not going to like it, but... You're all going to need to take off your fucking outfits. Next, <laughs> all of you are going to go out to different areas in the state, and you're going to purchase the car listed on this sheet of paper. <laughs> I don't want a gray 2007 Honda Civic. See, you're not thinking clearly, though. You do want a gray 2007 Honda Civic. I, I like my brand new loud bike. See, that's your problem. Can I at that's least why put some exhaust on it so it's loud as fuck? <laughs> I'd like to see that guy like actually talk down 
them and be like, well, see, that's the thing. Can you guys gave me your your financials? And it's pretty embarrassing. You guys are supposed to be criminals, right? You're selling a couple nine millimeters. How about we get into the drug game? You leave your little, you know, bullshit behind. I'm going to buy you a couple of old Cavaliers and some Civics, and you're going to make a lot of money, and you're not going to get shot. You're going to be fine. You guys want to know fine. about the Hells Angels thing? I thought it was Let's watch this video because there's, like, footage of it happening. Okay. Actually, and let it's me... Like, let me let me go first, actually. Unless I, I, can... I think they spell it out. Oh, okay, we can do that then. All right, uh, I'm at zero to start I'm ready there. Arnold. Ready? Oh wait, yep. wait. Let me go to the big screen. Or wait, Kyle, start at zero. I am. All right. Oh, I didn't know if we're starting at zero. Okay. Ready, set, play. Culture was really kicking into high gear with like the whole peace and love hippie movement and the 60s kind of symbolically ended with the Rolling Stones free concert at the Altamont Motor Speedway. The Hells Angels were put in charge of security. They wound up beating up a bunch of hippies. They stabbed one guy to death. So now the Hells Angels came over to see Evil's show at the Cow Palace six weeks later. My dad wasn't a biker. He was Evil Knievel. I mean, when you think of Evil Knievel, you think of somebody. You don't think of somebody part of something else. You think of an individual person. I mean, he was evil can evil. That's the one night all hell broke loose with Hell's Angels. I was standing pretty much in the middle of the arena. And Evil's making his practice runs, and I hear the announcer say, and this guy was half in the bag, okay? <laughs> he said, if Evil Knievel makes his jump tonight, he'll set the Hells Angels back 100 years. I'm thinking, uh, I don't know if that's a good thing to say, because I can see the Hells Angels in a crowd. <laughs> you say something like that, then you're going to get a reaction. He made the jump, and he was on his way back, and one of them stood up and threw a tire iron at him. He actually threw a wrench. Of course, that's what everybody carries with them to an event, right? A wrench. <laughs> but he threw a wrench, missed Evil. Um, it pissed off Evil. After he made the jump, he rode his bike right up to the to the guy that threw it, and the guy was giving him a finger. <laughs> evil came back around, and I saw this Hell's Angel out there, and I thought, what's going on? I thought, I better get over there. So I started moving that direction. Evil throws his bike down. The guy grabs him and just throws him to the concrete. I mean, Evil just was like a rag doll. At the time Evil hit the pavement, I hit this guy. I had about a 30-yard run. I <laughs> never saw me coming. He went out two more, jumped out of the arena. It was on. You know, I was ready to take on two or three guys, but they never got to me. The crowd just went crazy. Jumped on the Hells Angels <laughs> and just beat the hell out of them. Nice. And when the Hells Angels tried to attack Evil Knievel, and Evil went after him. The audience jumped in to help Evil Knievel. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Look at that. Oh, man. They're beating him up with yeah. a blockade. My job was to get Evil out of harm's way. So I grabbed Evil. I, I got him under my wing and took him back to the RV. There was no love lost for the Hells Angels <laughs> in California. They hauled Look a at lot these of Hells jackasses. Angels to the hospital. Yeah, it was a little scary, you know, for a few days there. Being a biker gang is the most pathetic thing of all Hells time. How much of a f 
fucking loser. I was gonna start a biker gang. You're hurting my feelings. Look at that kick to the head. But then you decided not to. I was like, sons of arthritis. He was afraid that they were gonna find out where he was staying. So he asked me if I had a gun. I said, well, I got a gun, but I got it at the apartment. He said, go get it. So I went and got my gun. It was a little 22 Beretta. Couldn't stop anybody. I bring it into the hotel room. Dr. Graham is there going over him and gave him a shot and everything. Ray, so it's Ray Gunn, the doctor, and me, and Evil in the bed. He said, uh, you bring the gun? I said, yeah, I got the gun. How's this work, he says. I said, just pull back the sleeve and shoot it. He says, like this? And he fired one off into the ceiling. The doctor gets up, he says, see Evil, I'm out of here. That was Evil Canadian. <laughs> That's a great fucking story. <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's so funny. I man, that is so nice to see. Like, see, they, they ruined it right there with their little fucking outfits. If one we like, if a bunch of people dressed up together, together, like that's this is why real assassins guilds don't wear assassins guild helmets and hats. They don't have cloaks. Beanies. Yeah, they don't have long cloaks. sleeves. Yeah. They conceal their hands. They just walk around like a normal fucking person to do their yeah. shit. It doesn't say stab kill on their knuckles or something like crazy. Like no, if if it had been one guy in a polo shirt start attacking evil evil can evil. Everybody in the stands be like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, that guy's in a P Ralph Lauren shirt just fighting. Is he are they sleeping with his wife or something? Like, what the <laughs> hell's going on? But no, if you, five people all dressed up together, then the crowd gets emboldened. Like, hey, we can take those six guys. Yeah, we can. Yeah. <laughs> and they all go down there and fight. Like, that's that, fucking I'm glad that they were, though, for the listeners, Evil Knievel slides his bike into this guy and jumps up and tries to fight him, but gets tossed to the ground because he's a little guy. His buddy runs over there and just knocks the guy that had taken Evil Knievel the fuck out. And he's, he says he's ready to face two or three more if he has to, and there are two or three more coming, but they never got to him because the crowd mobs these people, and not in a modern-day kind of way that's pretty pussified, I saw a man on his knees getting hit with what looked like a barrier while like another man horse-style road barricade. Yeah, like the middle of a sawhorse <laughs> that has the orange lines through it. Those were getting swung. There were at least two of them, and then I saw a man on his knees take a boot to the center of his face, Jeez. and his head snapped back. So here's, Those, here's the why of it. Let me get this out. At the fight, there's a Hell's Angel being carried out fireman style. Yeah. It's... Knievel would regularly share his anti-drug message as it was one of his core values. He would preach an anti-drug message to children and adults before each of his stunts. One organization that Knievel regularly slammed for being drug dealers was the Hells Angels. A near riot erupted on March 3rd. This is the thing we just watched. The Cow Palace when a tire iron was thrown at Knievel during his stunt show. And Knievel and the majority of the spectators fought back, sending three of the 15 Hells Angels members to the hospital. And then it goes on about other stuff. So that that was See, the... and those three if those three guys had dressed up like normal people like if they had been a normal guy in a normal shirt who got knocked down after attacking him like that mob wouldn't have kept beating the shit out of them to that extent but if you label yourself as oh i'm a rough and tumble bad guy you know even if you're on the ground and you're kicked like if i'm if there's a hell's angel on the ground in the middle of a riot i'm gonna give him a few extra kicks because i'm gonna go you know what 
I guarantee you're a drain on society, and maybe mm -hmm. if I break a couple more of your ribs here, you're not going to be able to go beat your baby mama or your wife or rub, you know, rough someone up for money or something. Like, you, there's no incentive to not be a piece of shit if you see clearly this person, if they don't get hurt here, they will impact everyone around them negatively. Like, they'll go be just like Jax and the rest of those invalid retards who can't make money to save their life and have constant opportunities. <laughs> constant opportunities to make huge sums of money. Oi, I'm Irish and I've got I've got more guns for the IRA than than I can even know what to do with you. you you're going to hook us up, aren't you? Help us out. Oh, I don't know. I'm just Jackson. Uh, I'm trying to change the direction of our motorcycle fucking club. We're also all out of money and my man fucking Hellboy is furious at me for ruining his club or whatever uh whatever his name was in the show. Clay, um, I, I prefer yeah, Clay, Hellboy. But, <laughs> God, that was that that show it was good, but you just, that suspension of disbelief just got ridiculous sometimes. Oh. Every time they made a plan and they showed up on their bikes, it was like, have you gotten to the part where someone's loved one is burned alive? That happens a few seasons ago. Oh my gosh. That's a, dude, that was like a Game of Thrones moment in Sons of Arnold. Yeah, I didn't was. know what happened. There are people if, spoiler free, there are people in Sons of Anarchy that die that you didn't think were like eligible to die. Like this is a main yeah. character. They'll probably pull through. <laughs> no. That doesn't save people in Sons of Anarchy. No, it's uh but but early on it is complete horse shit. I, Here's what I'll recommend to you, anyone who's considering Sons of Anarchy, literally skip like the first five seasons. Get a YouTube. <laughs> Just I'm watch not six even and seven that you went too far. <laughs> skip the first four for sure. Whatever season they go to Ireland, that back is shit. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. Well, maybe start in four, but just watch some YouTube video. Find, search, you know, Sons of Anarchy seasons one through three. Summarized. Watch that shit. I promise you, nothing happened. Nothing happened. It's completely inconsequential. Um, but once you get into the later seasons, it's every season gets better as it goes. And by better, I mean shit gets real, shit gets less silly, and shit gets sad. You know, people start dying and things start happening to people that you just can't take back. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, Kyle's plan would be to start in season show. four. Season three is when they go to Ireland. Yeah. Fuck that. So um, <laughs> Joe's fight's coming up. I'm super yes. pumped about that. Dude. I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching videos on that kid. He's fighting. I think he's gonna fuck that kid up. Of course. Like, uh, he's gonna. Uh, I, I think Joe's striking is much better. I, I think his jits is probably better. Um, this kid's like 24, 25 years old or something like that. He hasn't fought anybody quite like Joe. Um, he, he, Joe Joe's favored? gonna destroy this guy. Uh, I, I was talking to Joe earlier. Joe said, uh, "I said I'm looking forward to your fight big time. Break a leg. His." <laughs> he says, "I he says I think I'll fuck this kid up. I've got his number for sure." <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm funny like, that when you're like an actual professional fighter, that you can just send a text like that. And you know, like that's that's kind of nice about being a professional fighter. Is like you know that any shit talk, like not shit talking, is a sunk cost. It's like you may as well shit talk because you will end up fighting anyway. You know, yeah. like you may as well be cocky and arrogant because it's not like you can back out. Like at the end, you're gonna have to fight. May as well go into it. But after cocky. the fight, you always want to be humble and talk about how great the other guy was because you mm -hmm. certainly don't want to diminish what you just did. You don't want to get up there and say, yeah, look at this piece of shit I just beat up. Look how, 
like a fucking pussy. It was nothing for me. Nothing. Nothing. I didn't even try. That's the same reason that I look at you and I'm like, for uh, for all of her public service, you know, he had to make it seem like it was a good a clash of the titans instead of two crippled, awful candidates kind of limping past each other, you know. (laughs) Same thing. By the way, BJ Penn is fucked. Like if there's if if I could bet. He doesn't, <laughs> and he's gonna he's find that out fight. on the fifteenth. Um, uh, he's gonna find that out on the fifteenth, unfortunately for him, because I I think he's a nice guy, and I remember watching him. I think maybe he coached on the uh, Ultimate Fighter. Maybe it was him and Jens Pulver, That's right. and then they fought, and uh, and he destroyed Jens. Uh, that that was wasn't even much of a fight. I felt bad for Jens. It was like thirty eight. It's like what's Jens even doing in there? Like I I feel like what we're about to see is what Penn did to Jens Pulver. Uh, back on that 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 uh, that show, he's gonna fuck. I, I remember, I just remember him being maybe in a rear naked choke and bloodied and and just looking like he shouldn't be there. Dude, and I, and I fear that that's what's coming to BJ. Jen's career after that, it got super sad. Yeah, uh, so it just in a heart. Who's Jen's? All right, so his name is Jen's J A J E N N S Jen's Pulver, and um, he was a UFC champion, a pretty good one actually. And but he was a champion like before there was much money in it like every fight he'd earn like twenty grand you know, and uh, then he you know Joe actually was one of the guys that really knocked him down for good Joe's uh, UFC debut Jens Pulver was supposed to walk through Joe and get another title shot and Joe yeah can I add to that go on um, that's a thing that the UFC does and it's it's, it's a thing that like fighting sports do a lot they they set this rising guy up with a killer. Or vice versa. If you've got a guy that you want to protect, you kind of feed him somebody. Jens Pulver was being fed Joe Lozon, and Joe fucked his world mm-hmm. up. Knocked him out. And, okay. and, and, and then Joe like bursts on the scene, and Jen and Jen's stock really declined. Yeah, even though Joe beat oh. Jens, he ended up doing the Ultimate Fighter next, and then kind of got popular that way. But anyway, he already at- signed that. I bet. So, um, uh, okay. I talked to Joe about it, but uh, oh. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Jens didn't have money, so he kept fighting, and he got kicked out of the UFC. And then he kept fighting and worked his way to smaller and smaller organizations, and he just kept losing more and more. And, you know, he's, like, getting himself in great shape, and he just doesn't know why he can't win anymore. And I don't know that he ever figures it out. He just has a really rough slide of a career, losing all the time. And he's not, like, he's not doing the Bob Sapp thing where he just throws fights and gets money. No. All this time he's trying to turn his career around and, and just can't. I I don't Is that like what Bob, Bob Sapp does. Let me tell you what Bob Sapp does. Bob I watched Sapp. like a clip of him in uh, Japan doing like Japanese fighting. And he yeah. is so I, I can't believe what is it? What is it? K one or something? What what is yeah, that? Some, it was does, like kickboxing or something. He does K one, but he does more than that too. But I'm sure he'll go fight ahead, anywhere that'll have him and that'll and that'll pay him five thousand dollars to go out there and then lay down on the mat. He makes money. Maybe he does, but I bet if you told him $5,000 to come fight at my local high school real quick, and yeah, just do your thing where you lay on the mat and cover your eyes, he'd show right the fuck up. I lay, bet lay. he would. <laughs> yeah. He's a multi-millionaire. No, he wouldn't. Bob Sapp says, uh, has says his net clean. worth is $1 million. Is he? Yeah. I mean, I saw it. Apparently, he made it like he made a million dollars. He was doing like three things at once, fighting endorsements and something else. And all three of them had million dollar profits. Like in Probably one acting. year, maybe. Acting yeah. But you other. know how those guys are with money. 
Dude, Bob Sapp, if you hear him interviewed, is a businessman who will just completely tell you, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I start taking any damage, I'll just get out of the fight because if I were damaged, I wouldn't be able to fight again for the next six months. Whereas <laughs> if I, you know, like, you get a good hit on me, fine. Tap, tap. What I heard I'll him fight say was, what I, heard him say, <laughs> what I heard him say was, like, I'm not going to get hurt for that little amount of money. I, I, I was on, I was under the impression that he was on the decline. It, it, like I, I, I was I was watching a montage of like most pathetic fighters or like uh -huh. uh, most embarrassing fighters or biggest embarrassments in MMA or uh, they, they, I, I like those top ten lists because it'll be like freakiest fights or weirdest fights. You know where there's like a big size disparity. Uh, disparity or I like the ones where there's um. Uh, oh, what was the guy? Oh, he's this little guy fighting. I. I the gigantic black man and in the end the black man like gets on top of the little guy but the little guy's just punching him in the face until the guy taps from from that it was crazy the guy weighed like 700 pounds oh the the sumo wrestler versus the like regular little guy who was, i don't like, think you could call him a, i don't think you could call this guy a sumo wrestler he was more like a, a six foot eight obese morbidly obese man who like had a hard time walking if you're talking about the one I'm talking about, it was like one of those Japanese exhibition matches where it was literally a giant sumo wrestler versus some kick uh, boxing guy. And it was yeah. Exactly do they not have fucking weight said. classes over there? Woody, explain that to me. I don't know. They have um, no, they don't. They do have weight classes in Pride, but they also have. I guess they're exhibition matches, or there's a less flattering term they use online for it: freak shows. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I just remembered it. But um, sometimes the freak shows were just like Aki Bono went up against Hoist Gracie, and that was pretty neat to see. Um, Aki Bono, you probably know that name. He's a sumo wrestler. And Hoist Gracie was a Brazilian jiu-jitsu guy. And uh, Hoist just seemed smushed. Like he couldn't seem to pull anything off. And because you can't triangle him. Your legs don't even wrap around this guy. He's so massive. And he couldn't like take him down the way he wanted to. And he was on the bottom. And eventually he just built a bent Aki Bono's wrist and he tapped from it. And uh, yeah. Look at that. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. He that's got it great. Good. Oh, those Brazilians are like, they're mean about their submissions. Oh, I'm not saying that's nothing. It's incredibly right. painful. And, and dangerous. Like he could have broke his wrist. And, yeah. But um, uh, yeah, that's what he got on him. He got some, I don't know what the wrist crank is called, but yeah, that's what he hit him with. Yeah, this so. guy that Joe's fighting, apparently, I, I was watching all of his fights i guess the, the, the toe hook is his is his signature move um i think he beat diego right uh no he lost to diego i think he's just he's coming off a loss to diego sanchez who, who are you talking who, about the other guy because we're talking about who diego. joe's about to fight so oh okay. joe just beat diego uh -huh. but the guy that joe's about to fight next week um lost to diego the mma match I think, is in his favor uh, yeah yeah <laughs> the, chiz and i were having this discussion i was like mma, MMA math doesn't work chiz like you can look at it, you gotta look a little deeper here. Look at Joe striking. Dude, Although he pointed out Joe striking looks better too. Have you seen the MMA math, like the longer equations? Oh, mm -hmm. it's so great. Like, um, I think there's. Do they get to a point where like like Chuck Norris is the champion of the world or something like Usually that? Usually it's Fedor. Usually on one side uh -uh. is Fedor, and on the other side is anybody. And you'll get to like, I, I, there's there's a couple upsets that that like, I think GSP and Jens Pulver get you pretty like Jen. Okay, so Joe Lozon beat Jens Pulver. 
Jens Pulver beat BJ Penn. BJ Penn will have beaten, like, ah, I forget, somebody big, Machida, or I forget who he beat. But you eventually work it out to the MMA math where Joe Lozon beats Fedor. Or, mm-hmm. like, I know Demetrius Johnson, Mighty Mouse, that 125-pound guy, he beats Fedor. And, like, it goes all the way through. It's pretty cool. I wonder if yeah. I can find... This guy, uh, Mar- Marcin Held, that, he's, that Joe's fighting. Yes. It, that's who it is, right? The Polish guy? Yes. The Polish he, prodigy. He's only 24, and he's already, he's 22 and 5. That seems like a lot of fights. By Those are amateur fights, uh, I think. I think I think his amateur record in Poland was like 24 and 0 or something. Or maybe I read the the 5 as an 0 or, or something like that. But he's got a lot of uh, like grappling titles. or like There were like organizations that I didn't quite understand, but it sounded like... Okay, it, it sounded like he had a lot of like titles from some sort of grappling competitions and stuff like that he is a black he's a black belt in, in uh bjj um and uh he's submitted just about everyone he's fought have you seen it let's say here lozon beat gomi gomi beat i don't know this guy azurado he beat anderson silva anderson silva beat dan henderson dan henderson beat fedor therefore the math works out joe beats fedor like well, a, we need to hook that fight up. Fedor is <laughs> not doing too good these days, anyway. No, well, okay. Let, let's do John Jones. Let's see if we can get Joe Lozon to beat um, John Jones. You can. <laughs> a lot of it's the same. It goes through Anderson Silva. Anderson Silva yeah. beat Rich Franklin. Rich Franklin beat Matt Hamill, right? And then Matt Hamill beat John Jones. Do you know the Matt Hamill John Jones fight? Yeah, so John Jones was beating the crap out of Matt Hamill. And then he just starts, like, raining down, and he hit him with an illegal elbow. He gets disqualified. I it's John Jones' only loss. Horse shit. Yeah, oh, yeah. I oh. Was that hurt, Dean? I don't know for sure. I want to say it I, was that, like, I, uh, Japanese. Mario Namasaki? Yeah, yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm but anyway, with, I, I, I got to say, I don't like Herb Dean. I don't like Herb Dean. He calls bad fights. He was once regarded as like the top of the the top of the food chain there. Now, who would you say is John? I think McCarthy? Big. I, I think Big John keeps him safe, and I think he's big enough to do it. He, it, it Big John's in there that with a heavyweight. Sometimes. You get in there with a heavyweight who just took a real bad concussion, and he's he's fighting the ref, and you see that at least one in every five events, you'll see a guy fight the ref. And I don't mean, of course, getting up and throwing punches, mm-hmm. but he's he's they his brain is trying to re- his brain is trying to restart, and there's so much muscle memory. He's going he's he's ju- he's going to jujitsu ju- ju- on this I've guy. He's trying to he's get. Of I course, got choked I, out I, once, and uh, I've told the story before. So quickly, I'm I'm choked out. I'm out. Everything's dark, but I'm still trying. You know, like in my in my head, I'm like maybe I can still work my way out of this, and. Uh, I, I go for the guy's leg and I'm trying to take him down again. And it wasn't until I saw that he was wearing a black belt. I realized that the guy who choked me out had left. The black belt had come in. He was breaking <sighs> up our, our session. And because yeah. he saw he, what he, I heard later, he said he saw my neck in like a oddly bent position yeah. and he, he stopped us. And uh, I don't know the details of it, but I started trying to take down the instructor because I got mixed up. 
Yeah, Herb Dean seems like a cool guy. I've seen him on Joe. I think it was Joey Diaz's podcast. He seemed like a nice guy. He fights. I've seen his fight. He mm-hmm. lost in that fight because I think maybe he couldn't see out of his left eye or something like that. But looked like a skilled fighter. Certainly skilled for to be a ref or whatever. But I've seen him call some fights poorly. I've seen him like. So I, I, I like it when a ref, when he sees that first eye poke, he's like, look, control your weapons. Control your weapons. You're responsible for your weapons. And if he sees that second one, it's a fucking point. It's a fucking point right then and there, and that's it. Um, I, w- I, I like this new ref they've got who looks like Gimli. You know, the guy with, with the, the crazy, yeah, yeah. crazy long braided beard. Taylor, it's, I'm not exaggerating. It is as big as Gimli's beard. It comes down to like his navel. Like with thick braids, not some pussy ass like white trash rat tail thing. Yeah. Like like this is dwarf like, trash. Yeah. Yes, and it's like a dark. It's auburn too. Like it's like it's a dark auburn color. Like he's fucking legit. I worry that somebody's gonna get a hold of one of those things though. But no, they probably won't. <laughs> no, they probably will actually. Yeah. Yeah. You call John Jones on another twelve twelve to six elbow, he'll rip that fucker right the fuck off. I guarantee it. That was bullshit. That elbow call. I was like. And of course, he like, he, I won't say he flopped, but he was like, oh my God, he did flop. He flopped, remember? When, he, when, he got, when, when John Jones hit him with the 12 to 6 elbow, the guy, the guy acted like he'd been shot in the fucking head. The guy acted like he'd hit him with a pickaxe. He was like, oh, he was really playing it up. That sucks. I mean, I don't know. If you get elbowed in the head by a professional fighter, it, it probably, you probably don't have to spice it up that much. Have you checked out this beard? Taylor, I linked it. This guy. Yeah, there's an autoplay video, so you'll have to. Oh man, this guy looks like he. There is nothing more frustrating than officiating the NFL. It's like the refs burn the regular season. Bullshit. (laughs) This is hilarious. This isn't embarrassing. (laughs) (laughs) What's he laughing at? The beard. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing at this link that Chiz just sent us. Chiz. Oh, I I was hoping that we were all. It's in the recording chat. It's it's. I can't change chat. All right, let me let me read this. It's it's better if I read it because the the images are useless. <clears throat> okay, I'm in it now. Russian and let, 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 just let me let me do. Russian intelligence monitored Donald Trump engaging in perverted sexual acts during his stay in luxury Moscow hotel, according to an unconfirmed report about compromising material on the president elect. A document. Published in full by BuzzFeed News on Tuesday, said no better source. That said, yeah, and this is on the Daily News. Come on now, come on now. Said yeah. that during a 2013 trip to the Russian capital, Trump made a Russian prostitute. No, no, no. Made Russian prostitutes plural <laughs> defile a bed where President Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama had stayed on a previous occasion. He got some whores to piss on the bed where they had slept. Is that how you interpret the Just like on the bed? off chance that he hopes that with yeah, next time they visit, they think? stay in that room again? <laughs> yeah, you <laughs> had him piss on the bed. <laughs> I? Oh, Barry's going to be smelling a lot of ammonia the next time he visits Mr. Putin. I promise I'll you, you he had him piss on the bed. Another allegation says that Trump had participated in sex parties in St. Petersburg, but that witnesses were bribed or coerced to disappear. The 35-page report, which said that the presidential suite of the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in the central Moscow was bugged, 
by the FSB intelligence agency, that's the KGB, also includes other accusations that Trump was coordinating with Russia. It says that that Russian officials, with the approval of President Vladimir Putin, have been cultivating Trump for five years and that he received intelligence information on political opponents from them. Those on Trump's team who who allegedly were were making contact with Russian uh, with Russia included Paul Manafort, who formerly advised the ousted pro Kremlin president of Ukraine, and advisor Carter Page, a financier who invested in state owned gas giant Gazprom, which is owned by Vladimir Putin. Yeah, I think they even if he doesn't say he owns it, he does. No, dude, no. How do you know? All right, look. To, to defile is to like take the chastity away from it. All right, let's, uh, no, let's see what Shiz says. I think he was Shiz probably says. meaning like let's, pee and poop. Let's see on what Shiz says. Yeah. All right, all right. So we got two votes for pee. Shiz, I got a vote for pee. What do you take from quote defile the bed? Yeah. See, he, he yeah. before he I could do it, he put. <laughs> What do you he write? put hashtag golden showers before I could even do it, and he he said it's trending right now. But so so it has, it, it the whole world is taking it as piss because hashtag golden showers is trending on Twitter. <laughs> well, I guess the world disagrees. I. Uh, that, what did you think it was? I or what did you filed the bid. I thought it was. I thought they had sex on it. I thought they were. He said like, that all the articles talking about him paying to be pissed on. Paying to be pissed on? Uh, so I'm not or, sure about his... So people I are saying he's the recipient, stand- not the director. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Ha- I don't know. I kind of pictured him almost being like like the director of a scene where he's right. getting off just on the fact that this is a bed being ruined. I, uh, Vladdy, I'm going to need you to bring me two of your finest prostitutes. And you're going to need to get the hell out of here. Yeah, well. I'll say this. <laughs> I'll say this. After reading all that, I found that very funny. All, all that's very just- funny. Um, I, I would certainly hope that 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 isn't true, only because I hope that no foreign country has some sort of dirt like that on our leader. However, I couldn't give a shit less if he let them shit in his mouth or if he had them piss on every single fucking hotel in his hotel in the hopes that someday an Obama relative would sleep in some prostitute piss. I just don't care. I, all I care about is how he rules the country. Yeah, as and far as like this, the leader thing, I don't care at all. Like when Rob Ford, before the Toronto mayor died, like if you find out that Donald Trump is addicted to crack, you're gonna have to. Which first of all, impossible. Look at his girth and how fat he is, how fat he's getting. That is not a crackhead. Yeah, but if true. he was like addicted to heroin or something, that'd be a real big concern. But as far as like sex parties go, if my politician is gonna be a little wild, I want them to do sex parties as opposed yeah. to drug parties. I, I, I want sex drug parties. I think for the next four years, I, I linked an image. It, it's, uh, it's basically Trump, one of his bad pictures. And it says, like, days since Trump was a national embarrassment, and it's zero. Kind of like a workplace accident, like mocking sign. I think we're going to see that out of people who don't like Trump for the next four years. Just like, here he goes again. You know, he's arguing with Meryl Streep over Twitter. Oh. He's peeing in the bed or whatever that is that Trump does that embarrasses the nation. Like, yeah. it, He's not even the president yet, and people are so upset by everything he does. Like, of course it's going to continue for four years. Like, it's, you know, righteous indignation, it's addicting. 
I think there's Say a lot of again. feigned indignation. I oh. think there's a lot of people like, oh, heavens me, did he did? Is is the president <laughs> lowering himself to discuss Meryl Streep? Oh wait, didn't Obama call Kanye a jackass last year? Like, come on, like, like it's. I he's I the try pre- to. I look at myself harshly, and I'm like, all right, what do you, you know? Are you being hypocritical about this? Because I try not to be. I'm sure everybody is at some point, but uh, it's like, all right, all right, you know, like. But did Obama have like semi scandals where he hired prostitutes and had them piss in the bed or piss on each other or piss on Obama? Like that's it's BuzzFeed, so we you don't know what to take of it, but um, or to make of it. But that's that's embarrassing stuff. That's that, that's not what you want in your leader. Could be made up. Could be. It could easily yeah. be completely I would, made up. I would up. wager it's, that it's probably made up because yeah. so much of this I only shit read it because it was, it was well yeah, written. It's funny. And funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, but, you know, there's some... I, I feel like to say Obama and Trump are equal on the embarrassing the nation thing is off target. Obama was pretty classy. He, he kept himself together. He certainly wasn't hiring prostitutes and cheating on his many wives. You know, he doesn't have five she, kids. It's open marriage. <laughs> I, I, you say that, yet the first two wives left him for some reason, you know. Because um, they got too old. Oh, you think that's what it was? That's exactly. He's getting a new model every 15 years. That's what's going on. They're not leaving Donald because they've had enough. I've had too much of this billionaire lifestyle yes. and just <laughs> goes everywhere. I've had it's so gaudy. No, those those were gold digging whores that he picked up every step of the way. They just got too old and flabby. He kicked them to the curb, paid them how it. Yeah, two hundred million. All right, sure, take it and fucking go, and don't ever say a bad word about me. Do- Hmm. And then he, he got himself that. a new I, one. That there's is a one very story in Trump look. Tower. <laughs> there's one story in Trump Tower near the top, not the top, where all it's kind of like you know where the Khaleesi's whose calls have died have to live. Yes, that's yeah. what it is. It's just a whole room of Donald's <laughs> old used up women, you know, talking about you know the new one comes in. Oh, Donald loves me. He would never leave me in this room for too long. <laughs> oh, my sweet child, he's already forgotten you. You know, look here, his Twitter, he's eating KFC blissfully on his plane as we speak, you know? Oh, it can't be true, you know? Like, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, know. yeah I, Don, Donald, like, he's an embarrassment. It's a different kind of embarrassment than Obama because he hasn't done anything, like, foreign policy yet. But, like, and, but he does stuff that's over the top, like, silly. That's like, ugh, that's embarrassing, if you, especially if you don't like him. But I mean, Obama was kind of an embarrassment as far as foreign policy. Everything he touched in the Middle East was a disaster. Really? The enti- I think he inherited a uh, disaster, and it's better than it was before. I mean, he overthrew the Libyan government, and it turned into a complete shit show after it's he called ISIS the JV team. He he has ruined everything that's Libya's been in the Middle fucked. East that he's touched. Libya's in Libya, real bad shape. Syria. Uh, it's the, it the used Iran to be nuclear nice. deal. The Iran nuclear deal is humiliating. It's the it's the United States giving billions of dollars to a country that does not like us, so that they can fund a weapons program, and then Obama can go, well, you know, uh, well, that's a you know, we don't we know that they're it's not so doing. That they don't have the. You saw the program. people of Turkey try yes, to but rise up and to overthrow a dictator. Well, you well, saw the people of Turkey. I guess, and uh, you know, they get Taylor no, spin on it. Well, you tell but they're the already future. They're, yes, of course they are. They're, they have vested interests. They try and get uranium, plutonium, all that shit all, all the time. Like, they want to be a nuclear power, and Obama's given them the ability to be a nuclear power. Like, that's that's the trouble with That's why people really hate the Iran deal, because it was basically, like you said before, Woody, hey, hey, 
don't build any weapons. Here's a bunch of money to not do it. What are you doing with that money? Oh, we don't, we're not telling you what we're doing with that money. It's ours now. Okay, well, <laughs> you guys' best behavior, all right? Like, that, no, it's, what, that what is embarrassing. The, the ransom race? thing, that was embarrassing. Yeah. I, I, but Especially you are mischaracterizing they, the deal. I mean, there are inspections that go on. They can go in there and make sure that they're no, not selling weapons. No, have you, that's do, you know how, do you know how long we ha how much um, notice we have to give them before an inspection can take place? No, I don't. It sounds terrible, you, though. You got to <laughs> guess. You got to guess. Okay, you, uh, one month. It's one month. Is it's it? like 24 days. Good guess. Uh, well, it's I was using psychology, not knowledge. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah based yeah, on Kyle's vibe. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I, I, I it, it's like twenty-four fucking days, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. I, I, if I gave you twenty-four days to make it look like you and your family never lived in that house you live in, you could make you it could happen, and yeah. you could make it happen no problem. You could make it look like a black family lived there. What he just put putting up pictures of a fake family all over his home right as he's leaving. You put like foods that you would never eat in there, like put tons of alcohol to throw them off the case, the trail. Um, you know, collard <laughs> greens. I don't know what the black people yes. eat that I don't. Old scratch. Well, there's a lot of littering. The floor. <laughs> it's just Kahlua oh, grape drink. And... Grape drink all over. Grape drink stains on the counter. Yeah. Kool Aid. Kool-Aid spilt all over the counter, and then they got a little water on it, so now the counter's kind of stained purple. Uh, <laughs> That's not racist. But I, uh, I don't know. I'm just liking the idea of Woody completely pretending like someone else lived there. Like I, You really could do that, I bet. I bet you that would take... In 24 days, yeah, I'm sure I could. Of course. Uh, what I'm getting at, though, is like it just wasn't a cool deal. It, it seemed like what it, what it feels like to me is Obama was like, Iran will not be Obama's problem. Boom. So he just fucking. I he 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 sort of he he set it, he, he set the 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 vase up on the pedestal. He could see it was wobbly, but he knew it wouldn't fall before he was out of the room. It, that that's what it feels like to me. And now Trump is inheriting this thing, and we haven't seen anything out of Trump. But if we can take anything from his rhetoric, he's gonna do this with an iron fist. He's not going to fuck around. He's not going to be afraid of some air defense or a possible Iranian ICBM headed toward Israel. He's going to talk to his fucking uh, Pentagon, and they're going to say, we can protect Israel. And, and, and he's never once going to be like, well, is there any chance uh, you know, we deflect their nuke and it hits Jordan or Saudi Arabia? He won't give a fuck. He's going to fuck them up. I would be very afraid of what Trump is going to do to Iran and North Korea specifically. I don't. Uh, maybe I don't know. Trump. I hope Trump's Korea. Skin Fuck them. is so thin that Meryl Streep gets under it. Wait till Kim Jong Un issues a death threat and says he'll shave Trump's head. <laughs> <laughs> that would be interesting. I'd like to see him react to that, right? Because Kim Jong Un was like, oh, trash. if they were like trying well, to Singapore get his attention. Guy. Who is? Is it? Duarte. Am I mixing Singapore with Duarte Philippines? is on board with Trump though. He's he, he's he's like he welcomes a new land, you know, relationship mm. with Donald Trump the Great. You I know, wish Duarte. I wish I would. I wish a motherfucker would. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one it has to be. But... I'm telling you, it would be just like I, I have this this fantasy, and, and may, it almost feels like it came from a dream that it, it's so vivid in my mind of the inauguration because you know that um, the Bushes are coming to the inauguration, the Obamas are coming to the inauguration. They're in the crowd right there in front of the man while he puts his hand on that Bible and says the words. And I just thought it, I just I just have this vision of the crowds of him, you know, giving his pe speech, and it's it's 
he's writing his own speech, so I would imagine it's not going to be very dissimilar to one of his rally speeches even. Maybe a little more conciliatory, but not much. That's his style. <laughs> I can just see the crowd suddenly chanting, Lock her up! Lock <laughs> her up! And he just goes, Officers! Seize this instruction! And she's just like aghast. She goes, what? What? This isn't even a thing! <laughs> no, we're just kidding, right? And they just snatch her the fuck up like, like, she's, <laughs> like, like she's an ex-con or something and like, like reckless abandon, ripping those big shoulder pads the fuck off and her hair's all array. And they just drag... They, they're going so fast with her one on each arm that her, that her little heels are just Shame. clicking behind her as they drag. Did you and they see just, her... Boom, boom, Cabinet she starts faking the seizure. <laughs> you ever see V for Vendetta when they black bag McCready and like slap him in the face with that baton? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> and the crowd's just like, yeah, drink the swamp. Drain the swamp. And then he starts looking around for someone else. He's, Who else wants to go in the van? And everybody's like, Trump, Trump, Trump. And that's the that's the dawn of a new era as they or drag he goes he like justice uh, off one by one and well they, they, like they, they, at they, the end if he's we'll like and real quick to our opponents let's give everybody give yourself a big round of applause if you worked at all the Hillary campaign everybody and like the smattering a little mm -hmm. bit it's like all right that's fantastic everybody who was on the side there all of my my favorite new Secret Service fantastic you're gonna wanna uh, meet up with one of them. And they're gonna <laughs> send them out or something like that. Sniper that would... fire, just <laughs> yeah, like sniper. all right, uh, execute, and you just pew, 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 and like yeah. 80, eighty people drop fucking dead. Yeah, the... <laughs> <laughs> down. Weird fantasies. <laughs> I hope that he adopts a military uniform. I hope he brands himself a five-star fucking general and put. Yeah, let me look now, now. Look, this is true. What I'm about to tell you. That would be he the motion. He fancies himself to be a bit like General Patton. Now, General Patton believed in reincarnation. Patton believed that he had fought in Italy before. He believed he'd fought as a Roman soldier, as a Visigoth. He believed that he was reincarnated time and time again to fight a great battle. Donald Trump has mentioned General Patton more than he's mentioned America. Like, he talks about it all the fucking time. I think, and I've heard rumors, that he thinks he is the reincarnation of fucking Patton. He looks like him, too. Put him he side by side. He was born before Patton died. Look, I, it, that's not how reincarnation works, Taylor, okay? Oh, I like, like, thought it was, too. No, you're both I wrong. That, I thought that you I had to be dead. Donald Trump knows how this works. Trust me, he's the president <laughs> of the United States. You're going to argue with him, a real winner? He's an idiot. I'm, I'm the smarter person. than Trump. He's the first person to preemptively reincarnate someone. <laughs> just, yeah. He's a great guy. I just decided it's I wanted old. to be him. There's some seven-year-old running around, and Patton's spirit is like, get the fuck out of here. I want That's this one. exactly what happened. He was visiting Patton's gravesite. Some words were spoken by a witch woman. Hmm. And into him came the soul of Patton, and that's what we have here. No, but I think he he like he he definitely patterns wrong. himself after I'm that wrong. guy. I I think he's gonna kill some people. I think he's gonna what? drop some bombs on some shit. One year difference. Donald Trump was born in 1946, and Patton died in 1945. Ooh. So as though, as though that's like the secret key. Like, oh well, now we don't know. Like, who can <laughs> say it? Vindicated. <laughs> yeah, you've been. Okay, so yeah, not we, only vindicated, but it's pretty fucking close. Pretty close. I mean, Patton's like, soul only like hung out for like six months. months. Yeah, yeah Patton's a good like strategist. Six, seven he, months 
It would take a brilliant strategist to wait a whole year for a child born to very rich, connected parents, right? They, he didn't just jump in some random trailer park baby. No, he's like, I'm gonna wait for the Trumps to have a kid. I'm gonna be that kid. Let's just bide your time. Good move, Patton. It's a great move. President Holy Patton. Now look, if you see Donald Trump with a pearl-handled pistol, some, some of those cuffy things on his shoulder pads and a fucking helmet, it's fucking go time. So, we are taking Mexico by storm. I can't wait till he 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 gets to the bottom of this. You're gonna oh, be all on board for this wall when you reach your hand over into a puddle of goo that just a moment ago was your best friend's face. And then just <laughs> that's not guacamole. I don't think so. So lately, <laughs> it's been all over the news about Trump mocking that reporter, right? And and now Trump is denying that he ever mocked the reporter. But he did, right? He clearly did. I don't think we need to argue about that. He's like, you What's should see this guy. And he, he starts mocking him. What was the, wrong with him? The reporter? Yeah, because I feel like it matters. Oh, he has some sort of like chronic thing that makes his hands curl up and there's like no muscle like in the hand. Rex? Like a T-Rex? Like a T-Rex. Yeah. And his oh, hands it's are... <laughs> Right. So uh, um, anyway... Trump was saying he didn't like this guy because this guy apparently didn't support his claims that thousands of people were celebrating in New Jersey when 9-11 dropped. And uh, he's like, you should see this guy. And he starts doing that. And it's been in. The, and Trump is like, nope, never did it. That wasn't me. I wasn't mocking him. I think what you don't Trump find said that indefensible was not mocking his disability. He was mocking that the guy couldn't get his question out. But we all saw it. He was mocking the disability. And he said, Once you, you should see this guy. Right. That was the preface to it. You should see this guy. Right. Yeah. Oh, 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 you're not mocking his disability. Fuck off, dude. You mocked his yeah. disability. And I, I just, I'm like, oh, I wonder how his defenders defend the indefensible. I think oh, that most I, people kind of realize that you can't. I mean, who has like, I mean, like, who has I'm not Donald Trump, so I don't have to defend everything he does. We mock a disabled person every week. We do so much worse than that. So I much don't worse. Think I do. I, oh, we do. Are you shitting me? Yeah, what disabled We're on person our did I podcast? Mock? We we definitely what? make fun of people pretty brutally. I think. I just what right? disabled person did I mock? I, I mean, I don't keep a list or anything. Maybe not disabled. I think we probably made fun of disabled people. Well, we'll bring it up next probably show. Probably Yeah, yeah. You know, I, 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 you're right. Although there is a difference between a podcast and a presidential candidate. Yeah. None of us are running for office, so obviously it's Thank not God, a good I'd be so comparison fucked. there. Yeah, yeah you would. Would <laughs> look, Donald Trump has more baggage than you do, motherfucker. You think you're – look, look, maybe. it's a – yeah. You ever grab anybody by the pussy who didn't want it? Oh, well, let's see. I have to put the caveat on Although, it. you know, <laughs> neither did he, though. You know, that's the, that, that's the media getting inside my head. Donald Trump never grabbed any pussy that didn't want it either. That's the, the thing. He was saying – He even said they let you, which implies or, consent. They let you or you can get away with it. I forget. What's no, he the said idea? they let you. I guarantee okay, each then. of us has grabbed a pussy knowing before we grabbed it that they wanted it grabbed. And after it was grabbed, they were happy it was grabbed. And I feel like that is perhaps what he was describing. That's kind of just not like, yeah, that's kind of what I think he was describing. But he was doing it in a braggadocious, I'm really badass way. Like just kind sure. of. Well, I mean, it was just a private conversation with him fires. and Billy fucking Bush. Like, God Bush. knows what I'd say to Billy Bush. Like, I might, I might spin a fucking yarn, too. Billy <laughs> Bush, that guy got hosed in all of this. That guy lost millions. He had, like, a show deal. He was going to get some show, and he lost his fucking job, and Donald became the president of the goddamn 
planet. Country, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny that the one person that hurt badly was Billy, Billy Bush. Bush. And, and, you know, Clinton. I what mean, she was... looks like Darth Maul, like, fucking <laughs> took Just part kiss. of her life. I don't even so wait. Well. When you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab him by the pussy. You can do anything. When, you, when you, you're a star, they let you do it. Meaning that he's not going around. Like, I saying they he let you do it. He didn't say when you're a star, sometimes you got to fight them a little bit to make them take it. He was like, just allow it. It's nuts. They let you do it. You but, can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do yeah. anything. That's the quote. It doesn't really sound like consent, though. It does, but it doesn't sound like rape either. He didn't not, say... Yeah, he didn't yeah. say. I wouldn't call he, it rape. That's not a Cosby fucking situation where it's, mm -hmm. woobity woo, have a drink of this. Like, like none of that happened, you know? <laughs> Cos it's, it's... He's... Look, I, I think he's a bad guy, perhaps in a moral... Not bad. I think he's an immoral guy. All right, For his sure. morals are less, are, are are much lower than what we would all consider, um, you know, where they should be. The, the line before grab him by the pussy is, "I did try and fuck her, and she was married." Right? But immoral. Yes, yeah, immoral. I don't immoral. like that. And and look, I, I'll be honest. Like I'm okay with immorality. I don't like illegality. Like, 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 like that, that's the, that's the line that we draw, you know, in our society, like be as immoral as you want. That's your freedom. That's your right. You will be judged for it, but don't break any laws or you really be judged for it. Like he can fuck somebody else, else's wife if he wants to. Maybe the other guy wanted his wife fucked. There's just not enough information here. You know Usually what I mean? Like, yeah, typically that's not a positive Ah, there's thing. a whole porn category for those guys. <laughs> I know, but if you're, like, playing the percentages, you know, placing your bet, do you think random guy wants his wife fucked or not? By Donald Trump? Right. Maybe he's pulling some indecent proposal numbers, you know? Maybe he's Probably doing not. that? Probably not. I don't, <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. Like, I think the odds are Trump's just a man whore who hits everything he can. Yeah, I, I mean, why wouldn't yeah. you? He's got, He's worth... An undeterminable amount of money, but lots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, who cares how much money he's got? Because he's, he, you know, he's the president of the fucking United States. He's just got unlimited power, virtually, especially with the Republicans and every. Do you want power I mean, he's, or money? Power, always power. Yeah, but really. power, you get money power, with power. You, when you got power, you take the money. The money is immaterial. You can turn someone else's money into ash. You can, you can tell them their money's no good anymore. That my money is what's good. You want some? Well, the exchange rate fucking sucks. Power is what you want. I Once you've you. got power, you control. But the thing about everything. power is that's a job. Right, you have power. You have responsibility. Even well, converting what kind of power, power are we talking about? Because I'm talking about global dictator power. <laughs> I'm a president or whatever, like or secretary of state. Like when Hillary converted her power into money, because she's a scumbag. But uh, when she did that, at least there was there was work involved. She had to put on some pretense of foundation and aid, and you know, it's not easy to not build hotels. Okay, well, I misunderstood the question. The fuck she was doing. Um, I wouldn't trade. I wouldn't trade Hillary Clinton money, level power. Money. Hillary have... Clinton's not powerful enough to trade for a large amount of money. I need she to is. be more powerful than any. Not to me. I need. I need for the person who I'm becoming to be more powerful than any person that there is. Like, like for it not to not be worth it. Because the president's only president for four years. Eight if you're lucky. <clears throat> money lasts forever. I need to be galactic emperor, motherfucker. I need to be Kyle of Earth. So you these know, numbers, everyone needs Kyle of Earth. These numbers yeah. are from my foggy memory, you know, notoriously bullshit. <clears throat> but the Clintons left the White House 
with less than zero dollars, right? They were broke, uh, they had legal debts, they were, they were in debt, right? And then they somehow turned Bill's ex-presidency, Hillary's senatorship and secretary of state into about 110 or $125 million, right? Bill Gates donated 20 times that much to okay. charity. To me, $120 million is enough to fuck off for the rest of your life. To right? fuck off, but not to fuck on. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what you want to do. You want to amount. influence things. You want to change stuff. You want to like make little games of the world because you're going to be bored as fuck when you got that much money. They and the, and the new toys are people. You're going to start manipulating people, and people mm. won't be enough. You'll have to start manipulating communities, and that won't be enough. And then it'll be countries. You'll want to see if you can make country A a little more mad at country B and break them up a little bit. You'll want to do stuff. I don't if think you become so. a trillionaire, I think I well, just that's just you. That's what I want to do. A hundred times that, right? Make it fourteen hundred acres, and then do whatever the fuck I want. But that's yeah, that's I would do that too. But they're not like if you're that far into politics, you're kind of a power hungry person already. Like they made so much money in Haiti when Trump won. There's like pictures of Haitians being like, yeah, not even like go Trump, just like fuck the Clintons, because the Haitians were told during that catastrophe, like, hey, you know, lots of money coming to help. And they're like, is it coming anytime soon? Because we're buried under rubble and dying. Oh, oh, it is on the way. On the way. <laughs> I promise the boat left. You know, like, it's, and then no, nothing happened. Those, those people are not happy with the Clinton family. I've heard that, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so you would take the money too, Taylor, it sounded like you said. I'd take the money and just enjoy the rest of my life. Yeah. How much, and look, the, the amount of money that I'm referring to is... You know, a hundred billion dollars or something of that nature. That's you know, well, I'm not talking about fifty million, a uh, hundred billion, so that you can do some shit. With a hundred billion, you can really do. You can fund a space program. You know what I mean? Like you can, you can, you can make your own space program. You can colonize the fucking sea floor or something. You can be the next. You can make your name an, a, a name like Edison or Einstein that'll go down in history. You can become a Galileo. Oh. You can become a Leonardo da Vinci. You can be the guy if, you, if you've got that kind no. of money. No, no that's a what... total waste of time. What I would do is I would purchase every NHL team, and I would trade all my favorite players to the Blues. And they'd still and, lose. There would and, be they, and, if they, and if they still lost, I would globally dissolve hockey. You know, just to, <laughs> it is no longer a sport. I'm sorry. All no, we're not doing that. Be championship teams. We know this. Yeah. <laughs> they still lose. That's what it would be. I'd bring in like like the, <laughs> like the, the, the Carolina Hurricanes would have land. to. <laughs> <laughs> no man shall glide upon its solid yeah. surface. <laughs> if we can't win, then no one can play. <laughs> <laughs> like you're like lopping people's feet off for ice uh, skating. Like that's the punishment. Everybody would hate me. I'd be the worst commissioner ever. I'd be like, God damn it, being an LA Kings fan's no fun anymore since he imposed that all of our players have to be Mexican. You know, <laughs> we have no chance. Like none of these people play hockey. Now, I'd like to like advance some sort of crazy like science experiments that like require global uh, you know, um, 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 cooperation or something. Like maybe we could make one of those giant focusing mirrors, but make it as big as like the outback of Australia. And, and use it as, as some kind of, I don't know what we'll do with it. I don't know. But maybe if the aliens come, we'll point it at them. That'd fuck them right up, Put right? Put people in the middle and burn <laughs> them like ants with a magnifying glass. You don't need one that big. Like, if you had a, yeah. if you had one of those domes the size of Australia, I think you might destroy the moon. 
Like, like, like that would be really fucking powerful. That'd be I'd a like fun to... thing to do with $100 billion, try and destroy the moon. Ooh, that would destroy the world, too, you know, because the tides would stop. It would stop uh, oxygenating the oceans. All the sea life would die. The dead sea life creates carbon dioxide and, much more importantly, well, methane, the whole gas. methane gas is like 20 or 30 times more uh, 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 ozone blocking than, than CO2 is. We go into a fucking winter. We all die. Then it's just raining acid. You need the moon. I'd destroy maybe, like, maybe half the moon, not the whole thing. <laughs> you know where the moon came from? Yeah, oh, it was. Uh, they suspect that a something collided into the U, the Earth, into the U.S. <laughs> into the Earth when uh, it was a molten, things, right? you know, rock, and then One the big... molten rock in the mantle kind of went out and then congealed on its own, and it's then just became computer the simulation that shows it. And just imagine my fit. You know, this is this the fit like this fist is the Earth, and this other object hit the Earth. And when they did, they it, the Earth and that object sort of liquefied and did sort of this dance where they spun until two separate molten parts, bloop, sort of separated apart. And one was the moon, and it began to rotate the Earth. That's why they uh, share so many commonalities in their makeup. Did you read about that recently? No. I saw that a long time ago. I know exactly it, the gift you're talking about. It got a lot of um, attention on Reddit recently that there's a new theory on how the moon got there. And the core difference, if I remember this, I, I did, barely cared. The core difference was that it was like multiple hits. Like the, the earth had gotten broken off several times. The way they showed it, like in the simulation was that like they didn't just immediately make the moon and the earth. That There was all kinds of little like, sh there was lots of rocks that were colliding with both the earth. They had to coalesce. And that and, and for them both to coalesce took a long time and there were thousand you know, who knows how many impacts, but many, many impacts because there was bits of shit everywhere from that huge collision. Here it is. The moon formed from twenty little moonlets, new theory suggests. It's not really my area of expertise, but that's what yeah, they're saying. Yeah. The oh, me and theory... Neil deGrasse Tice tight. He 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 shared this with me last night. <laughs> uh yeah, so your theory is from the seventies. Which doesn't make it wrong. It just means it's the original one. There's a problem with that scenario. Chemical analysis of moon, moon rock brought back shows it's nearly identical to that of the Earth. Um, anyway, they say now that there were 20 little moonlets that created it, and they synced up. I, I um, eh, no, that doesn't matter. I was. It, it's kind of a stupid little uh, add-on, but I, I remember the other day they found a little chunk of the moon in Antarctica, and they were basically explaining how the universe can sort of seed itself from a meteorite impact. So like, you know, a meteorite hit the moon and blew off a chunk of moon that made it to the earth and landed in it in Antarctica. Um, and then I got into the Joe Rogan experience and he starts explaining how mushrooms are somewhere between an animal and a plant and their spores can live in space. And it's highly possible that they traveled here from another planet because something about their genet their, their genome of a, of a mushroom has has this thing that nothing else on the planet has some like fourth little piece I, I didn't follow, but it it, it 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 was it was bizarre. And then he starts talking about going into his, the sensory deprivation tank, um, and, and going back to a time when he was in a jungle with other native peoples, and he was thinking in their native language, and it lasted for like a minute, and then he was back. Whenever Joe goes off the wall like that. I yeah. don't know enough to say he's wrong. 
you know me either yeah, like and you. i want to believe i want to believe <laughs> and, and i think this is this is something that all agnostic slash atheist slash smart people whatever you want to call us um think is that like and, this, and this is a little bit of what joe had said earlier is like there is no god so maybe if there's there's something else out there that could be our god maybe there's something inside of us or there's some energy or maybe there's aliens and that can be the daddy as he referred to it the one who comes and looks and says look this war this pestilence this greed this is the wrong way here everything is now plentiful you know now now pursue this pursue that become great you know that that, that sort of mindset but what they do in those sensory deprivation tanks i'm sure you know is you're in a pod lying down in a very salty solution of water that's buoyant enough or you're buoyant enough in that concentrated salt water that you float very easily there is zero noise they're filtering the air so like i guess if you fart it's looking filtered <laughs> right out um they're filtering the air and they lock you in there and not you can get out you're not locked that's bad phrasing but they put you in there in the darkness with no sound no sight and because you're floating in salt water you can't feel anything either and they're usually under the influence of a psychotropic whether that's edible marijuana or that's uh, acid um and, and they go on these common because that, that's the aspect of it that i didn't know anything about what do you mean I like, I just, just, oh, that they do I've that. I've never heard that from anyone but the you. The combination of so the two is, it is that, that no one else mentions it? Like, okay, so I, I don't know. So, so, so most of my knowledge about these de sensory deprivation ch uh, tanks revolves around the use of LSD and the experiments that were done with that by the CIA back in the 60s or 70s. That's what Stranger Things is partially based on. Recall, do you remember Stranger Things when they're putting 11, the little girl, in that tank, that water tank? Mm -hmm. that's what that is you know they're they're sending her into a sensory deprivation tank um so that she can go to like the uh, the upside down world or whatever they they did that for real i don't think anybody went to an upside down world or anything but using lsd and turning off all their senses they were able to open parts of their brain that normally wouldn't open or at least that was the idea um i don't know what people d I didn't even know there were places that you could go that had that service to get into a tank until I heard Joe Rogan talk about it. But yeah, I think a common thing is to like get stoned maybe on weed or do an edible or maybe do acid, which, you know, acid's legal, illegal. Um, acid and LSD are the same thing, by the way. Um, and go on a trip. And I, I would be fascinated by that because I, I would first like to go in the tank... 100% sober, but if there was some, like, doctor-prescribed spirit journey I could go on, man, that's appealing. It's like, like I, I'm, I'm used to living here on this regular three-dimensional Earth. If, if there's a tiny, tiny, tiny chance that there's something other than this stupid fucking 3D Earth that we're stuck in for the next 70 or 80 years, then I'd really like to check it, check that out. I, I do yeah, a be quick Google cool. search. It looks like most people don't use drugs, but that's like three pages I saw. I don't know what the scoop is or not, but they basically described it as a hallucinogenic trip without the hallucinogens. I saw a couple places call it that. So just uh, a trip. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and but whatever. That's uh, Kyle could still be right. 
about this. I think it's a combination of both. But but what the CIA did mm-hmm. it was use LSD. Hmm. Can we call a show there on LSD sensory deprivation I tanks? I, LSD yeah. scares yeah. me. I've never used LSD. I know that there's a possibility of a bad trip and that you want to have like a tour guide. And I just feel like if you would have put me in a sensory deprivation tank and LSD... Like That's not what real... you would start with. I think it's right. baby steps and stuff like that. And I think if you were going to start with psychotropics, you'd start with mushrooms. Oh, okay. Well, or there it edible. is. There's your painkiller nearly advice for the day. There you go. <laughs> That's very good drug advice. <laughs> Just try them all, see what you find. <laughs>